I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That ain't that what we're supposed to do. I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody going to clean it up. You are listening to Milagro, baby. Milagro Grams. International Nino. Mia. Nigga Millie. What's up, y'all? It is Wednesday, March 31st. How y'all feeling? Today is March 31st. I don't know if you are aware, but um, there are some people in the industry who are very, very, you know, um, just influential, and we miss them very much. So this is the two-year anniversary of the passing of Nipsey Hussle. May he continue to rest in peace. Uh, we hope that justice is served. You know, in regards to this case, there are so many people that feel like, you know, we have lost out on so much because, you know, he was just getting started and full of so many gems, and he was just so, you know, beloved. And so um, definitely rest in peace to him. Hip-hop definitely felt that loss. And uh, a lot of people, and me included, feel like, uh, you know, his life was cut really, really short. And we definitely hate that that day ever came and that he was, you know, shot and killed the way that he was and shot and killed at all. Let's go ahead and get into um, another artist. I'm from Houston, Texas, so you already know how I feel about Selena Quintanilla. But um, she also passed away on March 31st, 1995. So that's 26 years ago today. And let me just say this. Me being where I'm from, um, there's this forever connection with Selena. It does not feel like 26 years. I remember people being so sad about it. I remember seeing it all over the papers. You know, I remember, um, you know, the movie, of course, and... Da, 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 da. They still sell. I, I even have. I just bought one not too long ago. Like a Selena anniversary cup. They sell in gas stations. You know, at the, um, at like at local stores. All kind of stuff. It's always love. Always, 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 always. And so when someone continues to live on that way, um, it, it doesn't even seem like it's been that long. And that's how it feels to me. Like it just feels like it could have just happened. You know, so, whew, rest in peace to both of those people and anybody, you know, um, who has lost somebody. Prayers to you because y'all are the ones that have to go on and, and feel that. You know, they feel like two years, right? I got one news story for y'all ass. And what is it today? This right here. Good news, people. Shout out to the shave room. New York Senate passes bill to legalize marijuana. So the New York Senate has voted 40 to 23 to legalize recreational marijuana for adults. The New York State Assembly is also expected to vote on the bill. If the bill is signed by Governor Cuomo, New York will be the 15th state in the country to have legalized marijuana, according to CNBC. So always make sure that you're paying attention to the dates as far as when that's actually going to um, you know, be enacted. So you, you don't get pulled over and you got some shit thinking that, oh, you good to go. And that's not what it is yet. Because uh, last I saw, it was like 2022. Hmm? I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Always do your research. Always do your research. Um, this is just another step. Another step. 
I feel like the shit that needs to be out loud is them hard ass drugs. We people need to stop motherfucking playing. Weed ain't even. I don't even know what a drug. Okay, like okay. Y'all y'all are very motherfucking dramatic. Y'all are very dramatic about this shit. But once again, I'm one of the people that feels like this was targeted. This is something that a lot of black people, and it's not just black people, but it's something that they would pin black people to the wall against. Whereas drugs like cocaine that a lot of Caucasians be sitting up using, it's a slap on the wrist. That's what they finna poison the weed. Y'all take y'all ass up there and buy that premium K2 if y'all want to, and not be fucking with the same niggas. Bullshit. I don't want that shit. Yeah, go down there and start buying that weed from the gas station if your ass want to. From all down around there. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Same more blockhead ass. Sitting up here looking like a botched... She look like a botched mannequin. Y'all ever watch that show on E? With them two doctors that look like they about to break at any moment. She need to sit up in the goddamn window. When people come in, they need to have her face right there. With her stupid looking ass. And look at David. Oh, Lord. TMZ is reporting that um, David has fired back at Tamar's ass. He said, I ain't no cheater. Now, y'all already knew David was going to take any opportunity to comb them eight dreads back into a ponytail and come si tell his side of the story. If any nigga was ever going to defend them damn selves, it, his name is David. No, no, David. Let me, let me explain something to you. Look at me. Look at me. Make your other eye as big as your other eye. Listen, sir. Tamar barely hanging on to some type of notoriety. We don't too much give a damn about what she got going on. Look at her hair. Look at her hair. Do you see her? Look at her right there. So we barely hanging on. Barely. The only reason why people even started being nice to her ass was because she said she was trying to commit suicide. And everybody knows it. Okay? She still get on our motherfucking nerves, but we don't want her to die, though. So we had just chilled out on her ass. But, bitch, we can amp it back up, though. But, David, you need to stop. Because we for damn sure don't care about what the hell you got to say. And if y'all didn't move on... And that's what it seems like because then neither one of y'all show up for court. Then you need to shut your bald head ass up and go to work. Go get them repairs on that old ass Rolls Royce you keep on bringing up. And drive to and fro like you've been doing up, up and down the street. Merrily, 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 merrily. Okay? Go on. on. Need to stop. Baby, I will never forgive her. Tamar said she had a fine chocolate man. David popped on the scene looking like an old Halloween crunch bar. Tamar, you, you still need your ass whooped for that. You still need your ass whooped for that. He looked like an old ass piece of Easter candy. You need to stop. <laughs> Tamar, you fucking tried it. You, <laughs> you need to stop. Girl... Anyway, what the write-up say? Tamar Braxton needs to shut the hell up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shit, I could have just said what I said. Damn, Tamar Braxton needs to shut the hell up about her ex-boyfriend's alleged infidelity because he never cheated on her. 
At least that's his story. And he wants her to get on board with it. The singer's ex, David Alfredo, claims that Tamar is straight up lying when she said he was cheating on her with his former assistant. And he want her to take back her statement. So what she said was, so here go Jesse Wu ass. It ain't none of my business, but I really liked your fiance. He was a good man, Savannah. But filming that show with you don't who wasn't a good idea for you two. Maybe God can fix that. If not, I pray God sends you your bow ass. Girl, you need to shut your ass up. She got, she don't like Mona. We all know it. So she thought she had a friend and tried to drop it down on Tamar. Tried to drop it down on Mona. Oh, oh, girl. Oh, it must be because of Mona, huh? Bitch is always trying to slide in somewhere like that ain't Terry. And so Tamar said, he was cheating with his then assistant, now CFO, since 2019, Jessica. God fixed it. Okay, Tamar, where you get that from? Where you get that from? And you need to stop dragging that man through the mud. Because if he start talking about how your scalp gets to itching and flaking up around about 9 o'clock, you're going to be mad. Bitch, if he, if he really zoom in with his flashlight on your head, you're going to be upset. So I don't think you need to put him on front street. Then we need to keep it even. We need to keep it even. I just didn't like that. Yeah, they say it's dangerous everywhere. So, David's lawyers filed off a cease and desist letter to Tamar claiming that she damaged his reputation by recently tweeting false statements about his cheating ways, which led to several news articles that he found unflattering. David, who plugged into you? Damaging to your damn reputation. Wasn't nobody stunning you, David? We didn't know a motherfucking thing about you. Yeah, you came over here and got you a good job. Whoever was in that circle, they knew who you was. Anybody checking for you? Them same broke down assholes that was fucking you before, gonna still be fucking you. Tamar saying you was fucking the assistant ain't gonna change that. We don't even remember where you work, David. We really don't. Like, child, you need to stop. Well, David, where, where you live at? We don't even know. We don't care. Okay, we do not give a fuck. In the documents obtained by TMZ, oh yeah, where y'all get them from? David says that Tamar knew she was lying when she tweeted and he wants her to delete it. Issue a retraction and stop dragging his name through the mud. As you know, Tamar and David are having a pretty bad breakup. He claims she beat the crap out of him and threatened to kill him when he uh, was granted a temporary restraining order last September. That order was recently dissolved when neither side showed up in court and Tamar denied the allegations. Look at how they got damn wigs in the top of her brain. Hold on so you can see. And look at that lipstick. Okay. Tamar is going through more than a little bit. So she need to worry about something else. Don't know. Let's get into this white man. Michael Rapper Pote, whatever the fuck his name is. He talking about, and shout out to On Site. As most of you know, I receive threats and disgusting messages daily. But you, but never in my wildest dreams did I think that Kevin Durant, nephead ass, would be among them. He looked like, Kevin Durant, I just start twitching and itching. He looked like he got mange. Mange. He don't give a damn about how he, uh, how he look. He won't even pretend to comb his motherfucking hair. At this point, I don't think it's no saving it. Does he look like a mange ass smut? 
by the head, by the scalp, especially around the back, around the crown. And he needs to stop. And I really do feel like his mama needs to go off on him about that. And if he don't listen to you, then it's been a problem. Because I, I just can't picture him living like this, doing this. Something got to be wrong. Something got to be wrong. But let me tell you what he said. So he told Kevin Durant, I cannot believe he will be sending me disgusting messages. He said the snake himself is now threatening me, bringing up my wife and wants to fight. This supposed to be America's sweetheart, right? KD didn't get hacked either. Hold this L, champ. I'm the real MVP. You a snitch-ass, snail-looking, earthworm-face-ass hoe. Shut up. Talking about I got a story to tell. Shut the fuck up. Sitting up here telling on Kevin like this. You know how black people is. He, he keep on making them ducats. We gonna keep on saying fuck it. So you need to go on. You, you, gotta, you gotta come hard. You gotta come hard. Black people don't give a damn about that shit. Black people gonna look at you and dismiss it. Per what the fuck you over here bringing up. So let me see these DMs. So Kevin Durant told him, you a bitch. This was December 23rd. Twas the night before Christmas. Oh my God. Not during the holiday season. So that's when Michael Rappaporte said, just do the fucking interview. And if you're upset about something they've said, say something, all caps. Up there looking like you were going to cry and shit. Kevin Durant said, I did the interview, you dickhead. Tell your baby daddy Chuck to be better at his job and frame his questions better. He gave me two options for that dumbass uh, question. Yes or no. So then, he didn't set up here and posted something online. It said, I don't know why they still ask for this idiot's opinion. Kevin Durant said, I heard it all before, you cunt. Chunk doesn't need uh need you as security, you pale pace to come guzzling, bitch. I swear I'ma spit in your face when I see your dirty ass. Bet your life on it. Meet me uh on West 17th tomorrow at 10. Or better yet, what's your address? 10 a.m. at Catch State on the corner. Meet me there. Ooh. <laughs> what? Then he said, ha 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 ha. You're such a bitch. You suing another man for talking shit about you? I can't wait to spit on your pussy ass. You called your lawyer like the pussy you are. Ha, 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 You couldn't talk port nor talking shit? Huh? Okay. <laughs> so, then he said, defamation of character. Pussy ass want a lawyer up. Your wife mad as fuck because you wasting that little bit of money on a lawyer because you can't take a joke. How pussy are you? Your wife don't even respect your bitch ass. So this is what is going on down at the local Olive Garden, okay? So, uh, <laughs> baby, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a damn. And if Kevin spit on you when he see you, then the way you all about social media and the DMs, bitch, you need to steal off on his lank ass. 
I beat him bust his motherfucking knee so quick that spit wouldn't have reached me yet. Kev, I bitch, I, I wish the fuck he would transfer that mange over to me. And spill. You gonna let that nigga give you lice, nigga? Really? Whoa. You lame than a bitch. You a crybaby asshole. And if you if you really felt like you know he was gonna whoop, whoop your ass, it just is what it is. Everything happened for a reason. So if Kevin was just gonna text that ass, then baby Kevin was just gonna text that ass. And maybe that'll do you good. Oh <laughs> shit. Wait, I see it. <laughs> oh, not 16 minutes. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people for the people. So you gonna invest in a nigga or what? <laughs> Send me my damn money and I don't give a fuck about the first coming up. I don't wanna hear nothing about that. All y'all talking about y'all had fell on hard times and y'all had to move in with one another and shit like that. So y'all ought to be saving something. They extended the deadline for the PPP loan and all y'all asked and got one. So run me my shit. I want my goddamn money. Man, you talking about you missed the intro. Mm, mm, mm. You ain't got nothing to cash. Wrap it up in a piece of notebook paper and send it by mail. You can reach me my caravan, baby. Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough. Ain't no river wide enough to keep my motherfucking money from me. So I need less excuses and more resolutions. Okay? This is what the hell is going on. You still waiting. Okay, you need to place a call. Do I take Chuck E. Cheese tokens? Yes, I do. Send them in. Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm taking it off. <laughs> I'm taking it off. <laughs> it's okay, Millie. I'm going to do better. <laughs> Y'all tickle me. Y'all tickle me. And if you're going to send me change, roll it up. Don't send me no loose-ass coins and disrespect me. Roll it up and count it out. So when I take it to the bank, they can just put it in the chamber. I remember my granny used to have me rolling coins like I was 65 years old. She used to go to the damn thrift store. Wouldn't even go. I don't even know what store you get these hoes from. She used to go to the thrift store. If if you're from Houston, you probably know where this thrift store at by Lil York. Um... This was like one of the bigger ones. What what was it called? Something Village. Some shit. I don't know. But she used to always drive over. That hoe still up too? She used to always drive over there. And they used to have them damn uh, rollers. They used to have it in a clear bag. And so you could buy like for a dollar. Like 50,000 goddamn penny rollers. Nickel rollers. Quarter rollers. Whatever. And so she used You know she be buying a lot of stuff. Hoarding a lot of stuff. So she used to buy like 50 of them hoes and had me sitting on the floor rolling them pennies and shit. Like I wanted, like I wanted to do that. Watch y'all playing Super Mario Kart. Not in Super Mario Kart, Super Mario. Whichever the first one was. With that damn Nintendo. Watching her stories. And then every time I ask her, can I watch TV? She keep on rewinding Alien. Because she ain't have a lot of VHSs at that time. So I had to sit up there and watch that. 
Or I had to stay up late and record a show when her ass went to sleep. <laughs> Man, the first few years before we got cable, bitch, I was not a happy camper. She kept on putting on, um, goddamn, the never-ending story in Alien Part 1. Okay, then my mama, she didn't have somebody send some goddamn tapes over there. Oh, like, you know, knock off ass, Thumbelina, Three Blind Mice, Sleeping Beauty. But this, this, this was... If her name, if it was Cinderella, then bitch, it was little Cinderisha. That's what the hell she had me watching. She had me watching that little black cat. Not Tom and Jerry. That other nigga. Whatever the hell he, he was doing. All that shit. Send like 20 of them damn tapes. And then every time I'm telling my granny about, yeah, Felix says. And every time I'm telling my granny about that, she talking about I got plenty to watch. What? When I have plenty to watch. Granny, you need to stop. <laughs> oh, Lord. But any motherfucking way. <laughs> what happened after that shit? Oh, it was more to the story. Chump. Comedian Michael R. Let's just call him Michael R. He posts homophobic profanity laced rant from Kevin Durant during an intense exchange. Homophobic? What was said? What did he say that was homophobic? You see why I don't like that bullshit? What are you talking about? Michael Rappaporte. He said that Kevin Durant, um... Somebody he was saying homophobic shit. What? Cause he called him a pussy. Man, go on with that bullshit, ho. So let's go ahead and get into little Jeezy, young Jeezy, whatever the hell about his ass name is. So here he go with Jeannie Mai. They reportedly applied for a marriage license, okay, as they are a wedding date. Shout out to Hip Hop DX. But what happened after that? Hmm. The Jasmine brand exclusively reported that they already allegedly married. So they say that sources tell them that the pair secretly wed on Sunday in Atlanta. It ain't a couple on God's green earth that I give a less of a fuck about than Jeezy and Jeannie Mai. If they went ahead and tied the knot and that's what they wanted to do, then that's fine. Whatever. I don't think we're too much plugged into it, but I reported the news. I mean, honestly and truly. Now, do y'all remember that situation with uh, Scott Jackson and Jules? Jules being Solange's son. There was some revenge porn shit going on. And what did I tell y'all what happened? I told y'all that the shit wouldn't get any type of mainstream media. I told y'all that Jules' ass would not face any serious repercussions, not the type of repercussions that an everyday person would have had to. Um, Sky didn't even respond to it, not publicly. And then he hasn't been active on social media since the whole thing went down, okay? I feel like this should be bullshit. People have a duty. And what Jules did was wrong. It was wrong and it was sick. And for him to be the age that he is, making those types of decisions, it definitely worried me. 
Now, I'm not saying that Sky is perfect, but that does not mean that she deserves to have intimate things posted of her and for, you know, particular messages to be put out where it's talking about sexual encounters with her. I just thought that it was vile. I thought that it was fucked up. That doesn't mean that he didn't get reprimanded behind the scenes. But at the end of the day, if Joe Schmo had done that to Sky, his face would be plastered all over everywhere. She would probably be trying to press charges against him or suing him. Running him down all on Twitter and on, going on a press conference talking about how devastated she was and how much it affected her life. But because it was Beyonce's nephew, which he even outlined in those DMs that got released. Do you know who the fuck I am? Do you know who my aunt is? That type of behavior and the shit that y'all do enables that shit. Then y'all want to turn around and wonder why people act the way that they do. Y'all play a role in that shit too. He is too damn old to have done what the fuck he did. Point blank, period. Now, I wanted to remind y'all of that. Because there was a young lady that was on TikTok. And she had some things to say about Sky Jackson. Now, when I think about Sky, she was on a show. Um, it was like these kids that had gotten adopted. Their mother was like famous. And they were in this penthouse suite and you know hanging out and they had like a, a live-in butler and shit like that hey jesse yeah hey jesse my kids used to watch this show and um so when i saw sky that was my first time seeing her she was on disney y'all know i like to go research and see what the hell my kids into and so i looked into her the same way i did zendaya anything they really really like and um first of all she was so adorable she was so adorable and um that was first and then i went and looked into it and what i saw was a young black girl who had her mother in her corner, another strong black woman who was supporting her daughter who had been in the industry since she was a very young girl. And she's just petite, you know, and she just was super cute and doing her thing. Cool. Over the years, multiple people have come forward to say, Sky is not who y'all think she is. And so this young lady made a TikTok because people can feel how they want to feel. But this young lady made a TikTok um, talking about how she essentially was kind of bullied online and harassed, you know, because of some things that happened with Sky. So let's get into it and shout out to T Sir Code. The time about Sky Jackson. I was doing videos about her and Jules over like uh, Christmas break, and she happened to see one of them, and she sent her ghouls to come for me and tell me that I can't rap this. And the third, then tried to apologize for it, then tried to dox her ghouls. And now they mm. want me to be on their side and speak up for them. Guy is literally the type of person where you think just because they're quiet and they're shy and they don't really do too much on the internet means they don't do a lot in person or in general. And just the way she does things is so sneaky. I have screenshots of where she acted like she was showing love to Kylie's ex-best friend's sister. Little sister that looks just like her. And made a fake page where she's supporting her. Then telling her followers to attack her because she's prettier than her. Part two. Hey guys, so this is part two of my story time of how I know that Sky is a shady person. So let's go. So the first thing is Jordan Wood's little sister, Jody, has her own aesthetic page and she posts what she likes on there. And it's nothing wrong with that. I actually really like this page. This is where it's weird. Out of nowhere, Sky does the same thing. Now she's known for the spam page where she posts funny stuff, but now it's starting to look like Jody stuff which is weird. So check this out. This is what Jody posted February 26th, right? Look at what Sky posted on 
first. But it's just like she's doing little stuff to like tease people. Like she she thinks that we don't pay attention, but we know. And literally this is all because of Jules. You guys can read this. Oh, and I like to point out the fact that she put big seven and that's what Jules calls Jody. C777, big seven. And look what she says. Cause Jules had moved on and talked to Jody. Then the fake birthday post says happy birthday and then shades her. This explains everything. Okay, these so, kids get on my hey, goddamn Jay, nerves. What are you talking about? Please, please, please shut the fuck up, please. Shut up. These damn kids these days, I don't I don't know what the hell they be doing besides not doing their work and focus on their fucking futures. I saw a report, and it was really, really startling. And I'm not going to make up the percentage because I don't remember. But majority of the youth in today's society in America, do you know what they want to be when they grow up? Per this one study, they want to be a YouTuber or an influencer. So, to the average American child, I have a dream job. What's dangerous about that is the idea that you don't have to try to secure anything else or work towards, you know, something more substantial. Because this is a very frivolous type of situation. Um, you feel like you can just get online. And what types of things are they seeing that gets people popping? It's usually something really dark, you know, something super sexual, something really wild, you know, something bizarre, you know. So there are already the wrong impressions out there already. So I just feel like they just be focused on the wrong shit, wrong shit. And I do feel like you have to have a plan B. In terms of what the young lady was saying, I don't know her experience. All I have to say about it is that Sky, she's been in a couple of situations. And a couple of young ladies have said that Sky is sneaky and she be doing underhanded shit. I feel like that's got to come from somewhere. Somewhere. And I think that if Sky is behaving this way behind the scenes, she needs to tighten the fuck up. Do not be that young lady. Please don't. Please don't. And to any young lady, you don't want to be the type of person that's out disrespecting people, mistreating people, you know, and just doing ugly things. Even when you feel like don't nobody know all that shit that you put out, you will get back. To me, I feel like people show how strong their faith is every day. I'm not a good person because I want to, you know, appear to be a good person for you guys. I'm a good person because the most high demands that. I'm a good person because I have a conscience. I'm a good person because I respect humans. So I don't want to, you know, go out into the world and, you know, treat people badly. And so if that's what the hell is going on, like I said, do better. Okay, do better. And I feel like we all probably have been in a space where, you know, we've been kind of mean, you know. Um, but that's that's deeper than being mean if it's true. And she needs to grow the fuck up if that's the case. All right, y'all, let's go ahead and get into this. So are y'all excited for a new Megan Thee Stallion music video? What song? Don't know. Don't give a fuck. It might be what's new, though. Or, or actually, it's probably that goddamn do it on the tip. So this is a dancer. I went and verified that, looked into it, but I didn't want him to get harassed. So I bleeped out his name. He reposted this message that he got. So it says, Meg Casting. Great uh, afternoon, Richard. We would like to have you to be a part of Megan Stallion's new video coming out. We will provide travel, ticket, hotel, food, and pay. You also be compensated for your time. Selling. <laughs> Please respond to this email if you're interested so we can lock you in. We look forward to having you. Either this is a fake-ass email 
either Megan's Miss I ain't graduated head ass typed it up or they dumb as hell. Who, who typed this up? <laughs> Meg, Megan Stallions. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this? So, listen. I don't have time for the rumors. <laughs> I don't have time. Bitch, <laughs> they're making me choke. My, my throat, I think it's because I'm hoarse. It makes it like my throat is drier. Let me drink some Sprite. <coughs> oh, organic. Hold on. Oh, delicioso. They said green tea, baby. Yeah, yeah. It's in a green bottle. So, is Megan going to come out with a new music video? I don't fucking know. Who cares? How did y'all feel about that concert from Grubhub? Did y'all get a cheeseburger and get 10% off the delivery while watching Megan Thee Stallion shake her tater tots? Did y'all like it? How did you feel? <sighs> if you were over here, then we watched it. We watched it in its entirety, okay? And so I told you how I felt about it then, so you can go check that out. Let's go ahead and check out this Boohoo collection that features the City Girls. So, uh, JT has rubbed a couple of the owners of some very popular urban blogs the wrong way. If you know who I'm talking about, then you know who I'm talking about. And it is more than one. On particular platforms, it's actually been stated. So if you know, then you know. What the fuck relevance does that, uh, does that have? Okay, well, there are a lot of people who feel like they are no longer going to be supporting JT. Only Young Miami. And this is so dangerous. JT has been in the midst of so much. And it's really, really crazy. And people are so finicky. When JT got locked up, I think that there was this underlying resentment and tension. And that's just for me on the outside looking in. I can't speak for nobody. But it seemed like Carisha started to get annoyed. She had been working so hard to keep the City Girls' name alive, doing shows. And she did need to be polished. It did need work. But she was still getting up, doing all of the leg work and really, really making sure that the City Girls' hype didn't die down. But every time you turned around, they were worried about where's JT, where's JT, where's JT. Okay. And, yeah, and while pregnant. Okay, when JT got out, and ever since then, the tide has turned. And that's simply based on JT's nasty-ass attitude. We started to see, you know, Young Miami on Instagram Lives with Santana. And there were different moments where people felt like, oh, maybe that went too far. But... Overall, very endearing, a lot of charisma, just a, a laughing fest. You know, so many people became, became such a big fan of Young Miami off of just listening to her interact with her friend. Versus JT on Instagram Live with a rapper, letting him call uh, Santana, uh, you know, the F word, uh, all, all crazy. And not saying a damn thing. Okay, then she gets out and she talking to cancer patients crazy. Uh, just it, it seemed like it was something every week. And then as it pertains to the blogs, you know, she's been hitting up, you know, some of the owners of the blogs. 
can you take this down? Or this is my side of the story. And it's that in the third. And then, you know, turn around and they, the people that have spoken on it, I even saw one say, you know, JT is fake. She say one thing and I have your number, but then go do something different. So um, there was one blog who even said they will not be uh, supporting her anymore. I don't feel like that's a smart way to do business because it shouldn't be about personal feelings. And she is a part of the city girls. And I would hate if the city girls got broken up and divided in that way because the people said, okay, well, fuck JT. How long y'all think that's going to last with JT insecure ass? And people sitting up saying they only want uh, Young Miami. So I just feel like, damn, you know, it's a fucked up situation. It's a real fucked up situation. Um, but JT did piss me off. She did. But I'm still going to report the news. And this is a City Girls collab, not a Young Miami collab. So it just is what it is. It ain't about me. It ain't about how I, I don't like what she did. We talked about that. But, nigga, the fuck that got to do with me? JT don't affect my fucking life. In no way. So it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I said what I said. I do feel like that. So you ain't finna, you know, see me just, oh, go JT. I ain't know JT Page. I don't follow her. You ain't gonna see me her comments. You're not gonna see me doing all this that in the third. So, you know, it is what it is. So how do y'all feel about the collection? They said, didn't she try you too, Millie? She hit me up. So she wasn't disrespectful. But she hit me up asking me if I could stop doing, you know, uh, commentary and playing the album that got leaked. So it's just like, girl, can you stop? Can you stop? And you know she did not send me my motherfucking $20 she owed me. Yeah. That bitch shouted me. Somebody, can you please stop? And I'm trying to ask her for clarification. Like, what, girl, what is going on? Can you send me $20? Baby, I, I sat up and, and held up my end of the bargain. Baby, JT caught ghost. You let that hoe use your shit. Use your... I, but you know what? You charge it to the game. It don't really matter. Because you told your jaws with me. You can't never come back to me and ask me. Not the, 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 you can't ask me shit. You don't get no leeway, hoe. So that ain't going to change my heart. So it was just dumb. Like It, was just, it wasn't nothing. It, it really wasn't nothing. But anyway... How do y'all feel about the fucking collection? That's why we're talking about that yesterday. How do y'all feel about the collection? Um, in this particular photo, I do like Young Miami's outfit better. Better. I'm loving the just high definition colors. I'm loving just how bright and shit it is. And I love that, you know, more black women are being less afraid to put those colors up against their beautiful skin tones, no matter what skin tone it actually is. Does anybody actually um, patronize Boohoo? I've never bought... They said it's summer. It's summer wish. Child, how how y'all feel about this outfit? This look. I just hate how y'all will see some shit like this in city trends, shoes included, and then say, "Oh, what's that cheap shit?" Y'all go see this shit in fashion house. That's cheap. But they sit up here and make this twenty dollar ass dress. Uh, and it's all the rave. Y'all better start wearing what the fuck y'all wanna wear and buying it from when the fuck y'all can afford. That's what the fuck y'all better do. A lot of you hoes don't need to go past Tommy Hilfiger and Tory Burch. That's about where the buck stops. And I'm really giving y'all leeway. Y'all be pushing hoopers with donuts, but y'all got on the matching shoes with the bag. It's Chanel. You hoes got on Dior in Section 8. You, you bitches really need help. What in the fuck are you doing? 
I could never picture myself appearing as though, you know, I'm living a particular way or putting all of my, my money and shit into this and I'm not comfortable at home. Home got to come first. So all that money that they be putting into clothes and shit like that, you could put that into your living. You could put that into, you know, making sure you can get around. You could put that into some insurance. So like, it's so many different things you could do. And if you don't have enough money to still go and buy and do the shit you want to do, okay, then work harder. Create a game plan so that you can put yourself in a position. What What is it that I possess that can put me in a space to where I could be earning this amount of money? And this is what I want to make and this is my end goal. What is that? You just got to figure it out. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. So, <sighs> Little baby said you can hook your Section 8 apartment up. The idea that Section 8 is always run down is, is bullshit. They giving out whole houses now. Okay? Whole houses. That's not the thing. The whole point is you're supposed to be on Section 8 because of your standard of living. If you can go buy $2,000, $3,000 uh, Dior shoes, you can go buy, you know what I'm saying, all of these different Cartier. Why these hoes is walking around with Rolexes and shit. These hoes, like, what the fuck is y'all doing? Chains and diamond chains and shit. Chanel. But you putting on like you can't afford this. Like, come on now. And it don't even have to be that deep, you know? And so, um, they said stop fronting on assistance. Yeah, if you need it, go ahead and do it. But if you can afford these different things, then you don't need to be on Section 8. Then that ought to be somebody else's blessing. That ought to be somebody else's blessing because obviously you don't need it. So, whatever. Let's go ahead and get into this right here. I love this color. I think it's so cute. And um, I can't really see both outfits all the way. But I'm feeling like I really, really like what JT has on. Uh, if Carisha's dress looked the way I think that it looks, I mean, it's cute. I do not like them gloves, but it is a photo shoot. So, that's cool for that. How y'all feel about it? Hated it. Hated it. Velveteen Nightmare. Cheap, worn, tied, and through. Looks Mexican. Uh, it looked like it cost 78 cents. Down from by Maria House. Hated it, hated it, hated it. Bottom of the titty hanging out. What, you know what? What What type of life do you think people really live? Bitches is not walking around Walmart with the bottom of their goddamn titty. Okay, well, not in this way. But I do digress. Where are these people going? Where's the average woman going? Where would she be going in this goddamn dress? So I think for the nightlife scene, maybe. But even for the nightlife scene, this looks so damn dated. She looked like she didn't try it out for um what did Beyonce say? I'm Foxy Cleopatra and I'm a whole lot of woman. Bitch, she looked like uh, Austin Powers extra. That's what it's given. Gold member. Look, yo, look, young Miami look like she in 2021. What's the problem? She look like she in 2021. So what's the deal? What pattern is this? Girl, these butterflies. Baby, they need to go ahead and start making. Do y'all remember back in the gap? They used to make them little butterfly notebooks and had the tabs and shit like that. They ought to come back out with that Victoria's Secret pear scent.
But my uh my mama, she used to send me care packages. I guess that's what I would call them from jail. And they were so nutritious. She would have Kool-Aid packs in there. And she would tell us we could eat it straight out the pack. And uh, she would send like little love notes and stuff like that. If you've been on my Instagram live, then you have seen them, okay? And so, she had wanted to give me something one time. She ain't like sending me uh, like a letter, but she ain't had nothing. So, what? God bless her heart. She had somebody go and get some of her belongings. And one of the things she had left was this bottle of a uh, pear do y'all remember that it's old it's a throwback victoria's secret used to have this pear scented um i don't even remember the name of it but it was pear whatever the fuck it was called in that little bottle okay so she had sent that to me and it was a little bit left in the bottle they say enchanted pear so she had sent or is it pear glaze one of them she sent me that bottle and so whatever was left in that bottle i had it and it meant so much to me because it was something that was hers and it was so, you know, like mature. And so I would just put on a little bit like on my wrist and like rub it in, right? Why my damn uncle, he was living with us at the time, my uncle Anthony. He talking about my mama needs to stop. Now, little backstory, they ain't never got along. He threw my mama off the couch when they was when she was pregnant with me he ain't know she was pregnant but she got so pissed off they always was going at it so he told my my mama needs to stop because only a grown woman needs to smell like that what the hell does that mean so he used to be hating on me because i was smelling good how the fuck you smell like a woman the fuck like it, 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 it be that shit for me now nah, he ain't take it, but he was like, I don't feel like you need that. You don't need that. What you doing with that? Your mama need to quit sending you stuff like that. That's for a woman. Like, why you hating on me? Wow. My own blood. <laughs> My own blood. Wow, baby. <laughs> Yeah, but he used to say that. That shit crazy. Because I'm like, what the fuck? I've always thought about that. Literally, to this day, when I buy shit, I be like, do this smell like a whoop, like a grown woman? <laughs> what the fuck does that smell like? He has fucked me up. I like, what, what the fuck am I supposed to smell like? Okay? Damn. Hater raid. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's go ahead and get into this right here. I wanted to slide this in, you know, because I didn't want it to just um, be something that just made y'all feel like, oh, here we go again and stuff like that. So I didn't want to close the show with it and be all dramatic about it. So let's just go ahead and get into this because it's a lot going on, but I can make it make sense. That's why I outlined it the way that I did. Okay. So y'all know that we've been monitoring, you know, that Kayla situation. Somebody to my Lord. We've been monitoring the Kayla situation. And y'all already know the stance. You can go and listen. I'm not going to repeat that. So, it says part one of 511. So, there are indeed two sides to a story. And KR had posted on his story, it's two, it's two sides to a story. So, that's why I said that. I said, and while we have seen Kaylin lose his cool, there are things going on behind the scenes. So, for starters, one of the hate pages has had a change of heart and decided to stop posting defamatory things on Instagram. Okay. And so, as you can see on your screen, um, one of the other hate pages said 
the who KR rapist page has been deleted and they've informed me that they're done and they won't be returning. This is the only page that's dedicated to finding justice and shedding light on the Kaylin Walker case. If I don't post, a lot of people would be misled. Stop fucking taking advantage and give credit where it's due because y'all blogs really don't even give a fuck about these girls. Y'all just want a story, okay? I don't know who um the fuck they're talking to, but oh well. And uh, they keep on trying to tag me and shit. Bitch, please, please, can you please stop? So this is the page. That page has been removed. So the whoever was running that page decided to take it down. So that was really, really interesting. Let's get into this. A picture is being painted that Kaylin is the aggressor and antagonizing Kaylani by doing interviews and talking to blogs. But Kaylani, uh, Kaylani, her side is obviously leaking things because this text, let's go to slide two. You see that, that message on the left? That's the conversation that took place between David Ali and Kaylin on March 18th. Only two people had access to those messages. So... That got sent to the blog and it got posted yesterday. Kalen said he didn't send it. So that would have had to have come from David Ali. As you can see on the right side, there goes the full message. And you can see that the date is Thursday, March 18th. And so David Ali said to Kalen, I'm trying to have a real conversation. All that tough talk really not needed. Giving you the opportunity to have a convo. Let me know. Kaylin said, we'll make all of this go away only if Kaylani makes a public apology on her platforms um, of falsely accusing KR of rape. If not, the interview will be dropped immediately and Kaylani's career is done and your bag is fucked up and we're coming for the label next. Try us. The reason why it was spoken, you know, that way, um, Kaylin told me that he was with a family member at the time. And so that, um, you know how you may give somebody your phone or they, you know, say, well, okay, this is what we're going to say. It was described to me as a situation like that. So I'll tell you up front who I got that message from. Kaylin told me, okay, well, this is where that comes from. Okay. So that's the entire conversation. All right. So let's move on. Kaylani's manager, David Ali, got into a mutually heated uh, conversation you know, with Kaylin and his representatives after the Instagram DMs. So listen to this audio. And th these are the messages that came before. And so they had been going back and forth on social media. So these are messages that David Ali, Kaylani's manager, sent to Kaylin. We've already looked at those and seen those. David on the phone. Hey, what's going on? Hey, buddy, I just want to clarify one thing. You know what I mean? I wasn't really feeling the way the last call went. Okay. And so that's just a snippet. And he acknowledges that they had had a phone call and that it didn't go the way that they had expected. So it wasn't necessarily Kaylin coming up against Kaylani or trying to, you know what I'm saying, um, threaten her. The guys had gotten into it. And I felt like um, I, I felt like that should have stayed between the guys. It should have stayed between them, simply put, to me. And not being uh, put on social media as though he was trying to come at her. Now, let's get into this right here. The calls. So, I'm going to play the rest of the call. It's about three minutes, and I want y'all to hear it. Um, they say that it's one-sided. But you can hear David Ali say that he doesn't want to have to hurt Kaylin. David Ali also mentions that Kaylani is calling Kaylin a rapist because she was present during the attack of her friend. But in an exclusive interview with that friend, Jane Doe, she said that no one walked in. So I would think that Kaylin is being honest about that. Okay, so let's first of all take a listen to this audio. So this is David Ali and um, Kaylin's representatives. I got David on the phone. 
Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, now, I, I just want to connect with y'all man to man. You know what I mean? I wasn't really feeling the way the last call went. And I feel like, you know, we should be able to have, like, real conversations. First of all, I don't appreciate the threats. You know what I mean? What like, threats? I ain't threatening you. I mean, somebody said something about uh, destroying bags and all that shit. That just felt like a threat to me. You know what I mean? Or not? Nah. Well, that, that ain't how it's supposed to be perceived. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it, but, you know, when we was on the phone with you, like, you you personally just said, like, fuck, fuck us. I never said fuck you, know? I said, I don't even fuck who on, on the call. Because to be honest with you, like, if you was in my shoes, you would feel the same way. I feel like, I mean, first off, I just want to say something. I feel like a man can't come out a woman crazy for supporting women. You know what I mean? I got David on the phone. Okay. He don't feel like a man could come at a woman and tell her what to say. I do not agree with that. Did the whole video post. I may have to go play it from my laptop. Hold on. Because I want to make sure y'all hear that whole thing. So give me one second. Because that did not sound like the whole thing to me. But the whole point is, why are y'all making these phone calls behind the scenes if it ain't shit? If it ain't nothing to talk about? Like, if that ain't the case, like, what is it? What is it? Hold on one second. Hi. Wrong one. Give me one second. I got it. Okay, this should be the full one. So take a listen. Get on the phone. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, I, I just want to connect with y'all man to man. You know what I mean? I wasn't really feeling the way the last call went. And I feel like, you know, we should be able to have, like, real conversations. First of all, I don't appreciate the threats. You know what I mean? What like, threats? I ain't threatening you. I mean, somebody said something about uh, destroying bags and all that shit. That just felt like a threat to me. You know what I mean? Or nah, that, that ain't how it's supposed to be perceived. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it, but, you know, when we was on the phone with you, like, you you personally just said, like, fuck, fuck us. I never said done. fuck you, know? I said, I don't even fuck who on, on the call. Because to be honest, okay, you like, in my shoes, you feel the same way. I feel like, I mean, first off, right. I just want to I, 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 I feel like a man can't come out a woman crazy for supporting women. You know what I mean? If, if, if he needed to prove his innocence, he didn't do that other, otherwise. But I think your client at this point is like harassing my client. And what, from what I see is, is is your client basically was like saying that he's a rapist. Am well, I correct? Well, I, mean, I, I think, think she knows from a first-hand encounter of being near a situation. She's Pause. I think that because she knows from an encounter, from a first-hand situation, she was taking up for her friend. Let me play that piece again, because that was really, really interesting to me when I heard it. Hold on. Am I correct? Well, I, mean, I think she knows from a first-hand encounter being near a situation, and she's speaking up for her friend. And I okay, so, Kaylin says that Kelani walked in on the incident. Jane Doe says no one walked in. 
But she also did say, if I had walked in on my best friend getting assaulted and da 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 she did throw that out there. But now we have this man, her own manager, saying, okay, well, she's saying that it came from a first-hand encounter. Okay, what first-hand encounter? Because your friend did an interview and said that she just told you this year what all happened. She said y'all didn't know. Your best friend said you asked her. She was still fucking with Kaylin. And she said, no, nah, he's weird. Told her ex-boyfriend, I let him convince me to have sex with him. And then later on down the line, when she felt like she had learned some more, she felt like that was sexual coercion. So how is it that we got multiple people saying Kalani was present? So I feel like it's, it's a lot of lies. That's what I feel like. A lot of lies, a lot of mess. I feel like, again, if he needs to prove his innocence, he should deal with that. I harass her. It's like, we want to speak man to man. Like, okay, she has a, a, a platform that she can use at her disposal. Like, and if he wants to have a fair shot of proving his innocence, he, he doesn't need her harassing him about him being a rapist. Am I correct? I think she was just standing with her, with her friend. And I think yeah, but she called, story, okay. I, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but he's, she's calling him a rapist. And it's not I mean, proven that he's a rapist. Because she's over... Everything he's doing, but she do got to start looking for If you want to run like a campaign against him, we can easily do that. I see him like six weeks ago. I saw him love when the whole world was like, fuck you. I asked him. I said, yo, good to see you shook his hand or everything. But like, That's why I try. See, and that don't make no damn sense to me. That don't make no sense to me. I know you're not saying you done met up with him. Met up with him for what? Are you bumped into him? You were nice to him. If he is everything y'all say that he is what is this energy about this shit is so fucking bizarre Actually, i just want to give you a chance to discuss this and have a real conversation i feel like as men we can't tell women what to say and what to do in this circumstance and it's not like it's like it's 15 women coming against them you should probably worry about them more than her um david kr uh asked if you could have kelani apologize that's i'm not speaking for him that's just what he asked me to ask y'all that's not even in, in the conversation. I don't think we should play this game. Man. I, 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 with all due respect, I just want to know kind of where, where y'all want to take it. All right. And let me get back with you, all right? And I'm just coming to you on like some real nigga shit. Like, I, I, I thought he was a good kid. Mm -hmm. And I'm just being honest with you, boss. Like, I don't want to hurt him. Okay. He don't want to have to hurt him. So, social media, to me, would make it look like, oh, Kaylin just coming all out, talking crazy and shit like that. That's not the whole picture. Now, get into this shit. This is where I feel like it gets real juicy and real fucking crazy. Kaylin is in Puerto Rico because he was celebrating his birthday. I think he still is in Puerto Rico. I don't fucking know. Go look on his damn page. Okay, he gets a DM. So not last night, but the night before. He gets a DM at 6.37 p.m. Now, the reason why I didn't post who it is is because I was asked not to. Simply put. And per who these people are, it just pulls more people into it. When I, it, It's about Kehlani. 
And I guess they want to just make sure it stays there. Okay? This DM comes into Kaylin via, via DM, duh, on Instagram. It says, I just had a conversation with Blank about you. Kaylani is a sister to me. I love her deeply and will do anything to protect. I don't give a fuck about shit else. What's the issue? Allegedly, Kaylani had been going around saying that Kaylin had come by her home. I guess unaware of the fact that he was in Puerto Rico. So shortly after this message came through, Kaylin received a phone call. I have disguised the voice for the same reason as what I explained about this post. But I did confirm who it was. Let's go ahead and get into a piece of the phone call that Kaylin got. Hi. Bro, she did, she did some foul shit, my nigga. Bro, I, bro, I'm out, bro. I'm out, bro. I'm out the country right now. How am I going to Kaylani's house right now? So I just wanted to make sure y'all heard that part so y'all can understand why. And that's why I explained it before. So the caller says, you know, what's going on with this Kaylani shit? The caller had a direct link to the person that sent the message. The, the person that sent the message was a woman. The person that ended up calling was a man. Because the woman said, I talked to such and such about you. Let's go into what else was said. So Kaylin responded. And then the caller says, Yeah, I got a call today. They were saying you was going over to her house and all this other shit. Now, who would, who would be aware of Kaylin being out at Kalani house? I'm not saying Kalani going around the industry telling people this and that. But there are people in the industry under the impression that Kaylin was all down by her house when Kaylin was on the East Coast before he went to Puerto Rico. So why would anybody have the idea that Kaylin was out at your house? Why? And the person that called don't have no reason at all to insert themselves or bring this up. But because that woman felt like a man needs to handle it, because they had heard it had gone too far, they start pressing Kaylin about it. So he's out on his trip getting calls like these. And then what did the caller say? One second. He said, I heard that you was down by her house and all this other shit. And I thought, let me call this nigga. Make sure you don't get yourself dot, dot, dot. That statement wasn't completed. But what, what does that mean? Shit. Let me call this nigga. Make sure you don't get yourself, you know. And that's when Kalen said that he had been, uh, he's in Puerto Rico. So let me play it again. You'll listen to it and then we can get off of it. But this is a fool. Okay. Hi, bro. She did. She did some foul shit, my nigga. 
Bro, I, bro, I'm out, bro. I'm out, bro. I'm out the country right now. How am I going to Kaylani's house right now? Okay. And so, like I said, those are pieces of the conversation. That wasn't the whole conversation. Okay. So, um, ugh, to say the least, to say the least, a fucking mess. And that's why Kaylani should have kept her goddamn mouth shut. Let's drop a bomb for that. Okay, let's go ahead. Let's say plug love. Let's go ahead and get into this from Double XL Magazine. They said a woman allegedly armed with a knife arrested outside of Drake's mansion. Let me tell you something. I'm disappointed in the lack of regard that you people have for me, knowing that I was on the premises. I didn't get any well wishes. I didn't see anything about how are you doing? None of it. And I'm so disappointed in you. Because you already know what's up. Yeah, you sorry. Yeah, you sorry. Because, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. They lucky. They lucky that they got to that bitch. Because I would have handled that. Absolutely ridiculous. So all of the blogs, outlets, they ran with a particular story about this lady yielding a goddamn knife heading in Drake's direction. That is not what the fuck happened. So let's make sure that we put this into perspective and get into the real, you know, uh, details that are not as, you know, what, salacious is what they put out. So Drake's massive mansion was buzzing with police activity Tuesday and cops say that one woman is in custody after being found near the sprawling Toronto property. So Toronto police tell TMZ that officers responded to a call around 5 p.m. Eastern time and apprehended a woman before she could gain entry to Drake's estate. We're told that there was no reported injuries and police are investigating after clearing the scene. A source close to Drake tells TMZ that the rapper was home at the time, but the woman got nowhere near the inside. Um, I did give that official statement. Um... There was a report of a, of a woman allegedly armed with a knife storming Drake's home and using a metal pipe to strike one of his security guards. But the Toronto police tell us that that report is not true. So it's not as dramatic as what people wanted to make it seem. Before she could even get on the estate good, they had hemmed her ass up. That is how secure this property is. So she got nowhere near me, nowhere near Aubrey, nowhere near the Birkins, nowhere near the Jordan, nowhere near anything. She didn't even get near Maria. So, you know, it got, uh, it, it got blown up. It got blown out of proportion, okay? So thank God we're okay. And please just prayers to the family. You know, um, we'll get through this and we'll, you know, you know, we'll keep it going. We'll keep it going. Okay. <sighs> All right, you guys. Let's get into some more shit. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people for the people. So you gonna invest in a nigga or what? 
Y'all must really think I'm playing by my motherfucking money, huh? Because I'm seeing a lot of people that don't seem to give a fuck about this cash register. <laughs> Let's get into this Chet Hanks situation, all right? Do y'all remember this? Oh, wow, wow, wow. Woke up this morning, internet gone mad again. Sheesh. Um, but I just want to drop a few uh, rules and regs for uh, the white boys somewhere. Okay, rule number one uh, to all my white boys out there. No plaid shirts, okay? Can't be looking like a picnic table out here, boys. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Leave it at home. The uh, Vineyard Vines and, you know, Ralph Lauren or whatever the fuck. Leave that at home. Uh, just put on a black tee, a white tee. You know what I mean? Keep it simple. Uh, rule number two, no Sperry topsiders. That's not the kind of white boys we're talking about, dog, okay? Uh, get yourself some Vans, some and some Jordans. I'm not really... Okay, so he was out here talking about a goddamn white boy summer and all this other bullshit. Um, do I think that he's a handsome guy? Yeah. Y'all know how I feel. I'm not attracted to white people like that, so he don't do shit for me. But he was dating this young lady. Her name is um, Kenya Parker. What's her name? I'm sorry. Kiana. Kiana Parker. And they had, uh, you know, kind of like got into it and broken up before. And then they got back together. And then this goddamn video got released. Let's take a look at this and shout out to On Site. Threatening me with a knife? Shit. You're threatening me with a knife? me with a knife. No, I didn't. Did I attack you with a knife? This bitch attacked me with a knife. Did I put, did I attack you with a knife? No. Okay, no. a witness says no. No, no, no. You pushed me. Oh, wow. Not witnesses on the scene. Now you trying to flip the story. Go wipe your nasty wow. ass face. You gotta like the taste wow. of blood, don't you? She just attacked me with a knife. You want to get out of my face. She Look just at him. attacked me with a knife. There's the proof. She's mad because I caught her stealing. Stealing my money. Taking my credit cards and charging her rent to them. Like that. Oh, nigga. Oh, nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what do I think? What do I think? She accused him of calling her, I want to say, a, oh, a ghetto black bitch. That's what she claims. And we actually saw that he had been injured. We did see her come at him. Let me be very clear. Per what we saw on this video. Let's watch this again. Let's let it play. Was her life in danger when she decided to come over and hit him? No. And that makes that unnecessary. So I can't sit up here and say, oh, go girl, go girl, go girl. If he did push her, she didn't immediately get up and respond to it. So you can't sit up and say, you pushed me earlier. So I wanted to knock the dog shit out of you now. It doesn't work like that. So when I'm watching this video and she was walking away, I do understand that it was annoying and, you know, he may have been antagonizing you and shit like that. But you did not have to do what you did. Period. She has a pot in her hand. It's possible that uh, she hit him with that pot. It does not make it okay. It doesn't make it okay. Even if he did call her a ghetto black bitch, 
I can understand all of us feeling like that ain't okay. You know, that somebody said that to me, cool. That still don't give you license to put your hand on somebody. So if he did push her, that is a problem. But what we saw, and I, I don't even feel like I don't believe the people that are saying, okay, well, no, nah, she didn't come at you with a knife. But we did see her come at him. She does have a pot in her hand. He does have a cut on his head. And if we had seen her looking like that, we would all be fucking outraged. We would all be outraged. So uh, I do think that he's being dramatic, letting the blood drip down and stuff like that. I do think that he was antagonizing her. But she did not have a right to come at him in this video clip that we saw. That's how I feel about that, okay? And, and I hope that they do not get back together. Now, let's get into this right here, an update. Shout out to uh, TMZ and to The Shade Room. So, Chet files a lawsuit against his ex-girlfriend, and she obtains a restraining order against him after the January altercation is captured on video. After reading this title, I got a, a, a problem. It's going to be April Fool's Day tomorrow. This happened in January, but everybody became aware because the video got out. So that makes me feel like everything at this point is for show. Because if y'all had wanted to handle it that way, your ass could have been handled it that way. Like, the fuck? Alexis says she was stealing that man money. Does he, he got proof of that? I didn't see that. I know that that's what he claimed. But do we have proof of that? Because anybody could say anything. He put it out. Okay, I'll have to send it to me. Tag me in it. Hell. But, um, yeah. So, this happened on January 8th at his house in Sugarland, Texas. Kiana can be seen holding a pot in her hand as he alleges that she threatened him with a knife. She then hits the camera as he records, and the video then cuts to Chet with blood on his face. The site reports that Kiana obtained a restraining order against Chet in January after she alleged that he roughed her up more than once between October 2020 and January 2021, okay? So she did it in what I feel like is a timely fashion that makes sense. Okay, cool, good. When it comes to Chet, he recently filed a lawsuit for the January 2021 incident. He recently filed a lawsuit. So see, to me, that's that bullshit. Where's the full video? Okay, so he claims that things started when he broke things off with Kiana after he learned that she allegedly stole from him. He claims that she charged thousands of dollars on his credit cards and got away with some of his property as well. He is now suing her for assault and battery theft and the return of the money that he alleges that she stole. So he will have to prove this. So he might indeed have proof that she did it if that's part of his lawsuit. Okay? So we will see. And if she did that, she's wrong. Uh, Chet recalled the January 8th altercation and claimed that she showed up at his home that day with three men and alleged that uh, one of them waved a gun at him. However, Kiana says that she showed up at the house with movers as she tried to retrieve her things. She alleges that Chet was antagonizing her and he grabbed a... Da -da -da -da, Go to theshaderoom.com to read it because I ain't taking my ass over there. So he say, she say, I don't know what they can prove in court. Uh, more power to them. God bless you all. I don't give a fuck. Okay. You know, he'll be all right. She'll be all right. She ain't leave. I didn't see no bruise on her. She filed a restraining order. They finna go to court. Both of them have filed their paperwork. Okay, the court's got to handle it at this point. The court's got to handle it. 
So, um, this is getting messy about a motherfucking millisecond. Let's go ahead and get into the Sweetie and Quavo situation that took place yesterday that uh, we couldn't dive into because we had been done. You know, we had to do on-site, so we didn't want to, you know, just take it to the max. So, TMZ broke this. So, I'm going to play it. We're going to look at a couple of things, and then we'll get to talk about it, okay? So, let's play the video, and I'm sure that they have a fucking ad, so let me mute that out. But social media is really, really divided on how they feel about this situation. And y'all let me know how y'all feel about the situation. I had time to sit on it myself. I had time to rewatch it. I even spoke with my husband about it, and we did not agree on all levels. There were some things that we did agree on, and then there were some things that it was like, no, I don't agree with that. No, I don't agree with that, you know? And so it's divided a lot of people and that don't have to mean that it's the end of the world like you're gonna lose a friendship behind it but there are a lot of people who feel a different way period you know so i definitely want to bring it up again and and it's okay to disagree if it don't go against your foundations and your principles and shit like that so let's get into the video and i'm not even gonna pause it or nothing we're just gonna let it play Get into a couple other things and I'll come back and I'll go back through it and say how I feel about certain things. Yeah, it's a lot of people feel a lot of different ways. They said me and my boyfriend didn't agree. Yeah, me and my husband did not agree on it all the way. Not all the way. Like I said, there were certain things that we did agree on and then it was it was certain things that we didn't. So it's it's been really, really interesting. And I just want to let it play all the way through. They said I slept on it and it wasn't that bad. Okay. We will talk about it. Please continue to tell me how you feel in the comments. I can see all of your comments. And then the video is almost over at this point. And then, as you know, we're about to see Sweetie, you know, uh, help herself up. She grabs that rail right there that it looks like she was maybe, you know, that she collided with. Let's just say that for now. And then she limps out. Okay. So that's that video. Now let's go take a look at a couple of other things before I say how I feel about it after I've had some time to, you know, sit on it since we couldn't really get into it yesterday. Um, in Teen Vogue, shout out to Teen Vogue. Do y'all remember when Sweetie announced that she was no longer in a relationship with Quavo? People have uh, gone back to those tweets. So let's go take a look at those and let it load up. These damn websites, child. So what did Sweetie say? She said, I'm single. I've endured too much betrayal and hurt behind the scenes for a false narrative to be circulating that degrades my character. Presence don't band-aid scars and the love isn't real when the intimacy is given to uh, other women. So a lot of people are taking this tweet and applying it to this situation and they're using it as a foundation for the uh, argument that maybe this was not the first time that they've had a physical altercation. Maybe this isn't the first time. Maybe this may be what she was talking about or maybe some of the things that she was talking about. SG713 said emotional scars. Don't add words in that she did not put. She said, presence don't band-aid scars. That's what she said. So it was just something interesting. 
that people said, hey, I wonder if, you know, there had been something going on. And maybe that's why she said that that way. Who knows? Let's go ahead and get into this. This was really interesting. So on Lipstick Alley, I told you about Lipstick Alley like a million and one fucking times, right? So on Lipstick Alley, there was a user. Peep the date of this. On March 20th, 2019, one of this uh, user, this user, Gavinci Code, said, pray for sweetie, y'all. She's in an abusive relationship. I can't really spill much, but people close to her know what's going on and aren't doing anything about it. Okay? It says, I can't even say anything about it because I was warned to mind my business. I just wish her the best. I don't why she's putting herself, I guess they meant to say I don't know why, she's putting herself through it with this nigga. I lost all respect for Quavo. It says after that, and that was July 6, 2019. They said, well, according to what I'm hearing, she's not that innocent either. So I can't really say I feel sorry for her. However, it did sort of surprise me to find out how he really moves. He certainly has a lot of people fooled, but Offset has always been my favorite Migo because with him, at least what you see is what you get. Sweetie needs to stop placing her value on money and material things. Otherwise, she's going to continue to get treated the way that she does, and her family is wrong as hell for encouraging this shit just because they're hoping it'll lead to her blowing up. But like I stated, I heard that her mother is getting fed up and is starting to keep a closer eye on her. So once again, this is a rumor with no regard, but it's just really interesting that this was being said a couple of years ago on social media. And then once everything popped off, that user came back and said, I've been trying to tell y'all what was going on, okay? Okay, moving on. Let's go ahead and get into, got the scoop posted this. So best friend, Sweetie's record with Doja Cat. It is now number five, and it may have moved up since we started this show. I'm not sure, but um, it's number five on iTunes. And so, Sweetie has seen an increase in streams ever since um, that incident, you know, was displayed on social media. Let's go ahead and get into Shia Lamore. Shout out to On Site. Shia Lamore is the mother of Offset's, uh, one of Offset's children. And so, someone said, this is not an altercation. This is a man clearly physically assaulting his woman. Call it what it is. Domestic abuse. Shaking my head. Shia Lamore said... But this isn't the whole video. The general consensus was that Quavo was in the wrong. So it, it would lead one to believe that Shia was speaking on his behalf. There were certain blogs that didn't post the entire clip from TMZ. I don't know if she meant that this ain't the whole video from TMZ. Or if she means that that's not the whole video at all. I don't know. What I do know is Shia Lamore is always in the mix when something that ain't supposed to be happening is going on. If y'all remember that situation that we spoke about, the shade room posted it and took it down. Shia was around when that young lady alleges that little baby uh, had uh, attacked her with his crew. So Shia asked, it's a lot of shit you could speak on. Did you see the whole damn video when you was out there from when you, where I was out there with that girl with little baby? Okay, she always some goddamn well. Okay, moving on. They said that's not the whole video, Millie. In what regard? In what regard? What video do you have? Okay. All right. So, after that, now it's time that we go back to the video and we talk about it. Do y'all remember this story? There's some people who feel like um, the whole Justin LeBoy got beat up by the Migos shit. People feel like it was retaliation that that came out. What is this? What is this? 
Let's go look at what a couple of fans had to say. So, Twitter reacts to Quavo and Sweetie's elevator altercation. The people defending Quavo are sick. Sweetie was literally plunged back into the elevator and couldn't even get back up. She was clearly hurt and it was all on camera. But you people are still defending the abuser. Y'all act like Quavo pulled a Ray Rice. What it looks like is Sweetie was attempting to steal and Quavo took back what was his. Which shouldn't really matter because Sweetie was the one talking about how presence meant nothing when intimacy was absent. They say it ain't nothing worse than astrology Twitter weighing in on a Quavo and Sweetie situation. Because somebody said Quavo is an Aries, an abusive, aggressive sign. Not surprised with his behavior. They said Sweetie didn't even air Quavo out like she should have. And he had the audacity to say that she isn't the woman that he thought she was. Abusers hate when you don't suffer in silence. They said Quavo ain't no fucking abuser, so don't y'all start. Sweetie was clearly hitting him and trying to stop him from leaving. She ended up trying to hurt him. Sweetie and other women that behave like her need to keep their hands to themselves. They said she was beating on him. He never once punched her. Women need to stop. She was obviously trying to take his call of duty case, which is childish. That's the shit that uh, women do when men ready to leave. She should have just let him go and kept her hands to herself, and she wouldn't have got pushed. They said, well, Quavo out of here. One or two things happened in this video. She's trying to leave, and Quavo won't let her, so she's defending herself. Or she's hitting him and trying to take his Call of Duty bag and he defended himself. Either way, as a man, you ha uh, have got to avoid situations like this. Out of all of these tweets, I for sure identify with this last one. <laughs> that last part. Either way, whatever it is that happened, as a man, you have to avoid situations like this. So how do I feel? Uh, first of all, before we even get into um, what we feel like may have happened, I do not like the way that social media immediately started making jokes and diminishing what it is that took place. At the end of the day, Sweetie ended up injured. Correct or incorrect? She, obviously something was wrong. So the lack of regard for what it is that she had been through, I thought that that was fucked up. I thought that that was fucked up. Um, and it was immediate. You had people like DC Young Fly. L actually, let me get into this from the shade room. Because Trouble made a statement and Offset is over here agreeing with it. Every day I hop on the Grumble I see a scam. <laughs> we ain't gonna act like we don't know what this about, man. Y'all wanna be some icy girl. And y'all wanna be some icy girl too, man. Get in with Sweden. It was some basic well, they just went through it. Uh, it's uh, uh, they a uh, pre, pre present boyfriend, whatever the f going on. That's they business. But at the end of the day, that no extra. It's like when you was a jit and you playing tug of war. And I mean, whoever well, we end up getting the best of the bed, we end up taking a little tumble. You know what I'm saying? I see. Here goes my thing. I feel like because we as a people have been through so much and we're used to so much. And we didn't see an outright punch. We didn't see certain things. It's, oh, it ain't that big of a deal. Yes, it is because it shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. So for all of the people saying, it wasn't even that bad. Y'all tripping. It was just. Like, how do you sit up and tell somebody some shit like that? You're watching it. It's not what you think. It's what you see. We can see it. Now let's go to this. Because there's a lot of people that feel like, Sweetie not having to take accountability. 
So all I can do is tell you how I feel. That don't make it right, and you can leave your opinions, okay? Let me mute this video, because they ain't saying shit anyway. When this video starts off, we come in and we see Sweetie swing on him. And he, he, he duck. He back back. So she doesn't connect. Let's go back. When the video comes on, how close are they to one another? How close? So for anybody that wants to make a comment about Sweetie and what she did and say that she was wrong, I don't even want to comment on that. And this is where me and my husband didn't see eye to eye because he said, why don't you want to speak on that? I said, because we need the hallway footage. Because I'm not sure if she was trying to defend herself or get away from, um, get away from him, I'm not comfortable saying that it was like this uh, act of aggression. It was an act of aggression simply because it was, a, it was a swing. But because the video starts where it did, I don't know the context of it. That's why I just act like it's not there. My husband was like, I don't like that because she shouldn't have swung on him. I said, but if, if she was defending herself, then who are we to say that? So because I don't know, I'm like, okay, let me, let me speak on what we did see for sure. So after that, after that, what happens? So it comes in. She's swinging him. If you look past Quavo in a second, you'll see the shoes. So they saying, sweetie don't have no shoes on. Sweetie had shoes on. The question is, why is Sweetie out of her shoes? So anybody saying Quavo was the one leaving, you don't fucking know. You don't know who was leaving. Either one of them could have been leaving. So the whole she don't have no shoes on narrative, they go, they go the goddamn shoes right there. And she was using it up against him. Now, I don't know why, but that's what that is. Okay, after that, it seems as though maybe she tried to create some distance. Did Sweetie want to get on the elevator? If you were to ask me, no. The Call of Duty bag was on the elevator, and she goes in to try to grab the bag and get out, correct? You see her grab the bag to come out. Pause. Y'all are sitting up here saying that this is Quavo's bag because it has Call of Duty on it. You do not know that. It is a suitcase. You don't know whose bag that is, and you don't know what's in the bag. So, you don't know. You don't know. Anybody saying it was at her apartment, you can't leave your apartment? So, once again, we don't know what the hell was in the bag. Now, what we do know is, Sweetie did not want to get on the elevator. But what happens when she grabs the bag, tries to take it off and leave the elevator? What happened? Quavo is trying to get to the bag. Was Quavo trying to punch Sweetie in her face? No. I think that we can all clearly see that Quavo was trying to get to the bag. So he's coming around her. Coming around her. He's grabbing on her arms and whatnot, trying to get the bag. This is where... Because we could see how this started. This is where I put accountability on Quavo. Not that there's not any that lies with Sweetie, but because I didn't get to see all of her role in that, I'm going to speak on this. Quavo did not have to pull that motherfucking girl. He grabbed her, he got her by her sweatshirt, and he got her by her arm. And pulled her into the goddamn thing. Did he try to literally th toss her into the wall? 
Not necessarily. But because of his actions, she did end up getting thrown into that wall. She did end up falling into that wall. And then he fell on her. He kind of, do you see that move that he did right there? Where he kind of goes back up against her so she can go back down? Let's, let's go back over that before they fully hit the ground. So actually, let's go back here. She tries to get the bag back out of the elevator. What does he do? Comes in, pulling on her, pulls her back. He kind of reels it in. He pushes his body up against her. She ends up, obviously, is injured to some degree. He stands there. He doesn't attempt to help her. He looks down at her. She's rocking back and forth like she's in pain. Okay? Who knows what's being said? Who knows? Did Quavo go down to the bottom floor and leave? Or did he go back up to the top where they came from? So who was trying to leave? He closes the elevator door. He could have left then. He didn't. He didn't. Who knows what was said? Who knows? So here's what I think. I think that because we know that it didn't appear as though he was trying to just beat her up. And I think that because we've seen at more escalated acts of aggression, I think that we're minimizing what this is. I think that because we can picture ourselves in Quavo's shoes or maybe being in Sweeties, that we feel like Quavo don't deserve what social media does to men who are accused of being abusers. I think that's what it is. I think that when all of y'all are looking at it for the people that feel like he didn't do too much, I think that y'all feel like it ain't worth all that comes with it. I'm not going to sit up here and lie to you. I have gone back and forth with niggas. I done got pushed up on and da da da. That don't make it right. That don't make it right. So was it the end of the world to me? No. It wasn't the end of the world, but it was something to pay attention to, something to highlight, and something that shouldn't have happened. Now, let me say this, because I feel like it needs to be well-rounded. This happened in 2020. We are going into the fourth month of 2021. Okay? This was Sweetie's apartment complex. Who sent this video? My spotty tingle, my spotty senses would tingle and they would tell me, sweetie side, Quavo doesn't benefit from this video at all. But I could see how sweetie could benefit from it. I.e. the record already moving up. Okay. Who edited this video? Who, who, where's all of the footage? I wouldn't imagine that Sweetie is living in a place or renting or living in a space where it's not secured enough that there wouldn't be cameras. So where's the hallway camera? Sweetie absolutely does look like the damsel in distress in this video. There are people who think that it is calculated. Alexis said no cameras in the hallway. So this will end up being one of those situations that unless somebody caught it on their phone, it's he say, she say. Ain't no goddamn cameras in the hallway. Then what can we do? Because we do not know what happened before that goddamn elevator. You have to make it down to the elevator, don't you? Okay. So what was going on all the way up to the elevator? We will never know then. All we saw is what happened when the elevator door opened. Is there audio? 
So, a lot of people are conflicted about it. I feel like it's a very touchy situation. But I, I feel like he was excessive. That's how I feel. And it's not that I don't want to place any accountability on Sweetie. It's just that I cannot speak to what it is that she was doing. Because she could have been defending herself. And I do acknowledge that I don't think that he was trying to just attack her head on. But even still, it was excessive and it was unnecessary. And I stand on that. You know, so mm. what we're about to do at this point is go ahead and get into this information right here. So actually, let me do this. Because we're going to get someone on the phone. So who's been enjoying Peaches by Justin Bieber? Peaches by Justin Bieber. I went and listened to the song because I enjoyed Journals by Justin Bieber. And I wanted to hear it. And they had um, our guys in it. They had the two guys in it. So I thought that it was, it was cute, you know, for what it was. Hold on. Okay. All right, you guys, I have to send a text. Okay, so I don't know if you guys are aware. So let me take you to Hollywood SOS's page, okay? And Hollywood SOS um, is an artist. He's a verified artist. So first of all, let me take you to his Spotify page so you can see. And some of you guys may have heard some of his music and everything like that. Um, hold on, it's about to load up in a second. Y'all know how this shit be doing. Okay, so let's go check this out. Hollywood SOS, he is a verified artist. Now, are you guys aware of this song titled Ragu? There's a record called Ragu. And so, I'm going to let him explain how this came to his attention. But Peaches, it just bears this striking, uh, striking resemblance to the song Ragu that was put out over 10 months ago that's been sitting up. So, I want you guys to listen to this right here. pause it right here um because i already see people in the comments saying that they could absolutely hear it already they said that's a motherfucking shame i haven't even let you hear the beginning of peaches for the people who ain't heard it yet they said i hear it this is absolutely fucking ridiculous artists are working hard and you have more mainstream people literally going number one getting millions of views and shit doing all kind of you know multi-million dollar rollouts and shit and they taking from you know lesser known artists and that shit is fucked up. As soon as I start trying to like Justin Tankhead ass. Here he go. Bitch. Now let keep on listening. It's just slower. I 
I don't want to play too much of the white boy shit. You you know they beating him up the whole goddamn life. I feel like, I feel like, absolutely, he took it. They see what they do is they change the tempo, change the speed. And then add some more beats and drums in it, sing on the shit and put it out. But the people that actually curate these songs, they make these songs, they know when they hear their shit. So if I'm reading a book, let's say I'm an author and I'm reading a book and I know that I published a piece of work on a blog and I'm reading and I recognize my words and then my sentence structure and my this and my that. You identify your work. It's the same shit. So, what we're about to do is call Hollywood SOS on the phone so that he can tell us, like, how he found out about this. And then we can talk about, you know, how he feels, you know, and everything. Everything, 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 okay? So, y'all can go follow him on his page. It's, it's Hollywood SOS. And so, this is what he looks like. And then, hold on. Let me go. Let's call him. I say sue, sue his ass. Hello? Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So let me tell you <laughs> something. We were sitting up here listening to your song, Ragu, the snippet of it. Right. And before we could even get two peaches, there were already right. comments saying, oh, my God, I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> so first of all, please introduce yourself to everybody and tell us where we can find you. And then we could get into, you know, the record and everything like that. 100%. No, my name is Hollywood Sauce. Um, you can find me at It's Hollywood Sauce on damn near everything. And on Instagram and Twitter and whatnot. Um, yeah, and I just, I make music and I, I feel as though I make good music. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what leads us up to right here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when did you make, the, the song in question is Ragu. When did you create that song? Um, we let that go 10 months ago. 10 months, 10 ago. months ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we let it, I, I don't know exact. I think that's like late May, June, like around that time. Like I could be off, but I'm just going off of like the posting on, on YouTube and whatnot. So yeah, we just, we let it off and let it go on like streaming sites and whatnot. Did, did well for somebody who's just, you know what I'm saying? Getting things kicking and going mm-hmm. um, on the Spotify and whatnot. And obviously like, um, like I got, I got a couple of uh, well-known friends who, you know what I'm saying, helped me out and assisted in it. So it was a nice release for for, for what we were trying to do at the time. Right. Okay. So you are working and you know trying to just get more and more notoriety, you know, for your craft. How did it come to Absolutely. your attention that there was a song that existed that sounded a lot like what you had put out ten months ago? Yeah. So um, I work, I work like I don't really have management and right now at all. I just feel as though if you know your craft in and out and you know the business about your craft, you, you're going to take the time to learn that. So I just have a bit of an administrative squad, you know what I'm saying, two chicks mm-hmm. with me, um, and they're beautiful people. But, yeah, um, we got a little group chat going and whatnot, and I remember it was probably like last week or maybe about a week and a half, uh, one of them hit the group chat and was just like, yo, whose pen does it sound like? And then they gave the whole, uh, you know, the little Justin clip and whatnot, and then, my other one was just like, yeah, I was saying this too, you know what I'm saying? So it was kind of funny or whatever. I really didn't even, like, take it in. Um, and then my engineer hit me and then told me, like, yo, four or five people are calling me and saying, yo, this guy stole your record. But me and him, we always joking, so just kind of laughed it off as well. 
he hit me two days later. And the funniest thing, as he's hitting me, I'm coming out of a shop on Eglinton, and I hear a car pass, and I'm hearing, like, the, the actual song. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. kind of, like, slapping me in my face here. Um, and then, yeah, we just kind of, you know what I'm saying? At first, I thought it was the intro, and then just kind of realized that that the chorus is his intro is the chorus that he plays throughout so it's just kind of like wow you know what i mean it's kind of i think he speeds his up mine's a bit slower mm-hmm. um yeah and 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 that's it but it's definitely like the same notes it's the same um progression and chord progression if you will when it comes to the notes uh, it's just kind of like What's really good, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then so, like I said, so from you being a creator, you immediately could identify. You said as you're riding in your car, you heard it and felt like, wait a minute. So, how does this happen? I don't. I know that you would know in this case, but like for the people that uh, hear about situations like this, how mm-hmm. does someone like a Justin Bieber or anybody else end up with a track that sounds so much like well, my, you know? My little my little brother is Tory Lanez. I stand up and say that like full like force. You dig what I'm saying? Like that. Right. Like we are a musical family, and when he heard this record, um, usually like you know what I'm saying? Like obviously, given that family support, he always throw me on a story or whatever and make mention of it. You know what I'm saying? But when it came to this record, he felt the need to kind of like post it on his actual page and whatnot. So, um, the response from it, like you know what I'm saying, more than other records, obviously with him posting and whatnot, it was a really good response. Like you know what I mean with him posting and people hearing the music. You know what I mean? So. Um, like, I ain't calling out nothing, but, like, I know these niggas know each other. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> At the right, end of the day, right. so it's just like... And my thing is, you know what? I'm just like, I'm listening to it. I don't know in what capacity he wrote it. I don't know who might have wrote it for him. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I also write you know, music for other people and whatnot. So it's just like... I don't know. I don't know who did it, but he performed it. And he performed it just like his wrote. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Oh, okay. So, do you plan to take any type of legal action? Maybe a lawsuit? Um, like, honestly, I'm not even, like, I'm a great writer. You know what I mean? And it doesn't, I mean, it bothers me that somebody would come and, you know what I'm saying, kind of take it without, like, asking or whatnot. But it's more so, like, I, I, I got, like, 20 other ragus in the back. Like, I don't, it's it's nothing for me to go in and really pen something out. And I don't say that to be prideful and or haughty, but... At the same point in time, like this is this is what I've given my life over to doing. You know what I mean? So, for me, it's just like it's the recognition, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. The back went and hurt. I mean, shit, you, you did what? You're doing like what? Forty mil on the shit right now? Like, you know okay, who knows? People hours. make a lot of money off of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Oh well, I hope that you um do get a resolution and get your just do because I do not think that it's right. You know that you're working hard. You and all of the other amazing artists that work so hard and go in the studio and just have somebody take it. And then when you try to put it out, whoever's more popular, you know, they get the favor. So, um, yeah, I definitely hope it works out in that regard. Now, the people, you know, I had to show them who you were and they're obviously listening and watching and stuff like that. They um, they like how you look. They want to know if they have a chance. (laughs) Are you single? I didn't. Hear, I was laughing. But I didn't hear the last one. They they want to know if you single. They want to know what is going if I'm on. Single? 
Yeah. I'm, not, I'm spoken for. I'm spoken Ooh. for. I'm spoken for. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's black men, you know what I'm saying? We, we're stand-up <laughs> individuals. We don't play that. You know what I'm saying? I'm here standing up for the black individual. <laughs> okay. Listen, they talking about yeah. why did I put them on blast? Y'all comments are on the damn screen. Y'all been I said the nice part of what y'all was saying. What I y'all repeat what y'all was saying. Them, I do appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> but y'all can still go play the music and support, okay? So <laughs> thank you so much. Um we actually will have to go and take a listen to the song in full so that they can hear that and uh hopefully they go and support that and start following you up on Spotify, on Instagram, on Twitter, everywhere that you are. Um, and thank you so much for your time and for letting us know, you know, what was going on. And I really do hope that you reach a resolution. No, I appreciate that. And I appreciate you, you know what I'm saying? Just like, you know, when we contacted you and you were saying, no, 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 like this is something that needs to be spoken of. So I appreciate you stepping in and, and always speaking the truth as you always do. You know right. I mean? so, yeah. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right. Take care. All right, you guys. So... Justin, you need to stop. You need to stop. Now, shout out to Jalen. Let's go ahead and get into this. Um, this is from MTV, and this is from 2010, okay? Justin Bieber's unofficial hip-hop coach, Tory Lane, speaks. And so um, the whole point is just that Justin and Tory uh, have a relationship. And so... Um, I, I I don't I think that it's great when you have such a positive attitude towards it, and the type of energy that I pick up off a of, uh, Tory or even as y'all just heard Hollywood SOS, uh, it's a very lighthearted like it's not that deep. It's nothing to, you know, fuck you. I'm gonna beat you. It's nothing like that. It's just listen. This is mine. This is how I feel, and I want a resolution. Nothing more, nothing less. You know. And so hopefully um, they do reach a resolution, and everybody can get their just due. And it just happened like that. Because this shit is just sad. And if more people would actually dedicate themselves to their art, they wouldn't have this. Because it would be so few and far between that you would literally make the exact same song that I would make. That you would literally make the exact same beat that I'm making. You have too many people passing along shit. And then you have these propped up ass artists going into the studio, singing over it, rapping over it. And then when they get called out, Oh, well, I didn't know it was such and such. They want to point the finger at somebody else. So if we had people, first of all, who were willing to do the work and curate, you know, um, like just sounds from the ground up, and we had artists actually like going in and doing shit themselves, this shit would not happen as often as it has. At all. At all. At all. At all. Okay? At all. And you have to protect your work. Nobody will protect your shit like you. So, once again, um, you don't have to get up and be all rah-rah about it. But saying something about it, I feel like you have every right. You have every right. And when we can definitely hear it, you know, it's there. These artists are going on YouTube. Y'all's little pages, and I'm saying little in comparison to the huge pages, not to try to demean you. So, when you have like 100 uh, followers or subscribers on, on YouTube and you put out a record, artists are combing through. You know what I'm saying? Wait, like listening. And if they like it, they'll take it. And you may not even realize it, or even if you do, their audience is so big, you can kind of get just pushed under the bottom. This happens every day, you know? So um, I hate I hate that. 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 Y'all are talking about all, all Canadians are nice? That's what they say. <laughs> And I'm trying to figure out how 
many fine ass kids did Sesto have? What the hell is going on over there? <laughs> okay. Damn. There's another one over there. Who else over there? <laughs> well, Papa. What the hell? Okay. They're talking about many of them your siblings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Y'all sitting up here telling me, go to Got the School page. Go to Got the School page because Got the School had posted um the restraining order like piece of paper. So let me show you. Shout out to Got the Scoop. They said exclusive. Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion's order to seal the motion and protective order revealed. Okay, and so um. I told y'all earlier that unless I am told, you know what? It don't matter if you say, like, whatever you feel like you want to speak on, go ahead. Unless I'm told that, I don't feel like we need to discuss this because where the fuck are we going with it? You know what I mean? Like, where the fuck are we going? So that's how I feel about that. Um, this is what it looks like. Yeah, I think y'all are already uh, well aware of how it turned out and what happened. So this is from February 3rd. It's on February 3rd. I am interested in the facts of the matter. I do not, 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 not think it's fair that Megan has been able to give her version of events and Tory's side has not. I definitely think that his version of events should be able to be spoken on. And so if that's something that we could talk about, then cool. If not, then I don't want to hear a goddamn thing else about the fucking case. It's a high-profile situation. So, that's not a shocker. The lawyer needs to say something. So, we could run it. We could run it. Let me go show y'all this. I'm eating graham crackers. I'm going to get y'all three crumbs. And this is a good graham cracker. So, it break off in chunks. They about to get a shard. 21 Savage said, No makeup. Damn, you fine. It's only one way I could come by you, twin. Bitch, what? This must be twin like how I be having cousins. What the fuck is this? Mulatto then did all that PR, acting like she ain't fucking 21 Savage for him to post this. For him to post this, what the fuck that look like? And see, that's what be getting on my goddamn nerves. They'll turn around and tell y'all, the everyday person, talking about y'all like I ain't everyday, They'll tell us in, as a collective, y'all need to stay out of our business. Y'all be putting 20 on 10. And then, whole time, here go to 20 on 10. Twin like sis me ass. Twin like sis me ass. I do not tell my brothers they fine. Do you know what I tell my bro brother? Oh, look at you. All right. I don't tell them niggas they looking fine. The fuck? No, 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 it don't even work like that. So anybody, oh, damn, you fine, bitch, you, you, you looking, looking, you looking, looking. He deleted it now. It, it, it's done. He might as well have left it up there. Like when you see that shit. Bad girl, Jojo say I gas my guy friends up. Okay, guy friend. Do you tell your brother he, he fine? Huh? 
gassing up and telling your brother he fine, two different things. If we was at a, at a family reunion and you was at the table and your brother walked up and you said, damn, you fine. Bitch, I got to go. They say unless you like Kayla, a brother fucker. Bitch, I better not. I better not speak on my, my brother like that. We came out the same pussy. Ooh. Tommy, you know, she sent me a story last week. Girl, I ain't even logged in on my laptop. When you gonna watch Megan Thee Stallion grub her performance? Oh, you must ain't been here. I suffered through that two weeks ago, whenever the fuck that shit came out. So what the hell are you talking about? You you owe me about 40 motherfucking dollars right about this fucking point. Honestly and truly. What the hell precious fat ass talking about? You know what I'm saying? Why do women spite other women they swear they not bothered by? Girl, go to hell. Did you lose another gig? <laughs> oh. Girl. Sounds like another hoe in the unemployment line. The homeowner in Kentucky is now getting pulled into court. Mm-mm-mm. All right, you guys. Let me uh end the recording. Little black girl, you're beautiful. Little black boy, you're enough. This shit gonna get hard, but never forget that if we stick together, we can get through that shit. I love you for all of the reasons why they said that they couldn't. Bye. I need everybody to go to station here right now. And per the tone of my voice, then you should understand that I mean right now. You see the way I just ended that off? Okay, come to Twitch. Let me, I'm in station here. Let me show you. You are listening to Milagro, baby. Milagro Grams. International Nino. Mia. Nigga Millie.